on this episode of the TH Talks podcast. Dr. Hutch is going to prescribe you that as the remedy to your problem. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, please do something that makes you feel good, you know? Except if it's smoking crack or doing methamphetamine, I'm not going to prescribe that. Would not recommend those narcotics, all right? But doing something that's that's creative or something that it's very soothing to you, you know? You are now tuned into the TH Talks podcast, the medium for personal growth and self-development as we are on the path to become a greater version of ourselves. I will be your host, TH. What is good, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the TH Talks podcast. And yes, you know how we start a moment of gratitude for you all, the people that listen, take time out of their day to consume the podcast. You know I love it. You know it means a lot to me. So once again, thank you. I do this for myself, but I also love the audience and the people that reach out to me. I appreciate you all. Just know that. I deeply, deeply appreciate you all. And you know we do this as well as we want to make sure we give the the proper credits to the amazing individual who produces the music for this podcast. And that is Jaded Eye. He does all the intro and the outro music as well. And he is a very talented musician. You can find Jaded Eye on Spotify at Jaded Eye. That's two separate words. You can find him on Instagram as well at Jaded Eye Beats. That's all one word. And you can also find him on TikTok at Jaded Eye underscore. Definitely check out his TikTok. He has some real dope content there. Yes. So as I said in my last podcast, I want to, um, on my next podcast, I want to get back into the personal growth and self-development content that we started out with. Took a little bit of a break. I was speaking a lot about my adventures because I wanted to travel more. But now we back to the self-development and personal growth content that we started out with. And I'm very excited to get back into it. And at first, I'm not going to lie, I had some writer's block on what my next topic should be. Now, I do have an Excel sheet. For those that know me, I'm sure this isn't any surprise to them. But I have a, oh, it's Google, my apologies, it's not Excel, it's a Google sheet. I have a Google sheet of possible topics that I can talk about. And I was looking through it, and I have a bunch of them there. And as I was going through, none of them really resonated with me. So I was like, okay, I'll just try to figure out something. And as I was scrolling through TikTok, which I do on the daily, it's a very addicting, very addicting um, app. And as I was scrolling through it, I saw this. You know the personal growth content comes and finds me on TikTok. You know that happens. So obviously, when I was scrolling through it, something just came up, fell right on my For You page. And it was beautiful. It was called four sentences that make you rethink your life. And it was just four basic sentences over a nice background with some calming music playing. And I'll definitely link the TikTok in my show notes. But as I was reading these, I thought they were all 
very powerful. Each individual one carried such great weight and such great meaning and introspection behind it that I thought, hell yeah, I want to do my next episode on these. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about these four sentences that make you rethink your life, or that was the title of it. But as far as the structure is going to go, it's pretty straightforward. It's going to be pretty simple. Y'all be able to follow along with it. I'm just going to say the quote and then explain it a little bit and also how it relates and how I view it. And we're going to rinse and repeat that process four separate times. And when we finish on the fourth one, we're going to wrap it all up and the episode will be done. But yeah, that's my structure for it. I've been more free flowing lately, but we'll, we'll throw the structure back in. So without further ado, quote number one. So the first quote is this, happiness is not the absence of problems, it's the ability to deal with them. And I fucking love this one. I love all of them, but I really like this one. Because early on in my life, I truly thought that happiness was this magical fairy tale full of full of a life that didn't have really any issues or any problems that everything was just free flowing and I wouldn't be stressed at all and I would be just happy. I'd get to a place where I'm happy, full of joy every day when I wake up. And as I got older, as I got through college and started working and becoming a producer and this capitalistic society that we live in, my views on happiness shifted a lot. And this quote really put that into um, perspective. And especially the past few years, my views on joy and happiness have definitely shifted until, and, and this quote really captures that, you know? Instead of thinking, I don't need any problems in my life, I don't need any adversity, but I'd rather not have it. I've come to the realization that those problems, that that adversity has helped me grow into the human being that I am today. And without those issues and adversities that I rose and fought and worked through and progressed in that manner, that I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have the mindset that I have today. It's made me happier on a day-to-day basis. And for me, it's having that confidence in myself, in both my mental capacity, both in my emotional capacity and my spiritual capacity to know that when problems arise, when issues arise, that I'm going to be okay. That I have the tools around me, whether it be through my own intuition, through my friends, through my family, through a higher power, that I'll be able to move through it, that I'll be able to, to deal with them, to cope with them, to come out on the other side stronger, even if I don't feel it in the moment where I'm going through it. You know, I have that confidence to know it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And the mindset of I actually need some adversity to, to grow, to become better, to be a stronger man. And this has really shifted the way that I think about happiness and joy from when I was a kid to thinking it would be some magical place without any issues to now where this is, the wor- this is the real world, right? There's going to be problems. There's going to be stress. What you're going to do about it, right? 
how are you going to to change your mindset, change your behaviors? Because at one time or another, something's going to happen to you. We don't have control over everything that happens to us. That's life. But we do have control over how we choose to act over it. And having that mindset that you can get through it, that this is another challenge that you are going to overcome. Remember, you're the main character in your story. You know, This is your tale. This is your legend. This is your imprint that you're leaving on the earth. And you're the main character in it. How are you going to act when adversity comes your way? That's up to you to decide. And for me, it's having that mindset that I'm going to be okay. And just that little shift in that mindset has brought me a lot of damn happiness or a lot more that I didn't have. Don't get me wrong. I'm not this blissed out, enlightened being that experiences joy at all moments in my life. Hell no, far from that. But I truly believe that, that knowing that whatever comes my way, I have the tools and the people around me to deal with it has made my life just a little bit better, a little bit happier. And I'm definitely excited, definitely excited to keep going in that direction and growing as a human being. All right. One first quotes down. Now we go on to number two. This one is feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. And this resonated with me heavily as well. There's been a lot of decisions that I've made throughout my life where I felt like shit afterwards. Where, whether it was uh, withdrawing from a class, whether it was resigning, quitting a job, whether it was breaking up with somebody or just ending things or even having a hard conversation with a friend. There has been a lot of times when I knew something had to be done for my own mental health, for my well-being, to align with my integrity that I knew was going to hurt another person's feelings. And I felt like such shit afterwards. And a lot of times, I might have even prolonged doing what I had to do because I didn't want to feel like that. I didn't want to feel like I let somebody down or, or it was their issue. Yeah, I just, I remember feeling very, very sad afterwards from that. And I think that's a normal human thing to do, especially if you're a people pleaser or you have a lot of empathy, you don't want to let people down, you know? You want to feel that emotion because it really does, it gets to you, right? Because I think naturally I, 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 want to, I want to make people feel happy. So to have the opposite happen, it's tough. But at the same time, when it needs to be done, it needs to be done. And when I saw this, it really resonated with me. This quote that is, is that in all those scenarios, in my heart of hearts, I know that I made the right decision. I know that I made the right decision. And even though it was painful during it, it was better, a lot better. It saved me a lot of pain. Or I would have been a lot more hurt if I made the opposite decision. If I would have made the wrong decision, I would have been a lot more sad. And oftentimes, I, I think we, we can get in that mindset of when we make choices, it should feel so good. It should make us feel alive and we, we shouldn't feel like absolute shit afterwards. It should resonate with us. 
But that's not the case in a lot of times. Sometimes you have to make those hard choices and you're going to feel terrible afterwards. But remember, that's okay. That is life. That's part of the human experience, the contrast, the up and the ups and the downs, the ebbs and the flow that we have through our life. There's going to be times and experiences like that. It's going to be heavy. It's not going to feel great. But nevertheless, it's necessary to do what we have to do at that moment. It's necessary. So it's okay if you don't feel great afterwards. It's okay. Because you need to be able to follow that intuition that you have inside of you. It's going to be a tough decision. There's going to be, I know I've made a lot and I know that I'm going to have to make a lot more in the future. It's just part of life. It's just part of life. But I'm ready for it. So don't be too hard on yourself if you had to do that in the past, which I'm sure you all have at one point in your life or another. So forgive yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. You're doing the best you can do. You're doing the best you can do. And remember, remember, not everything has to make you feel great. Sometimes things that make you feel like shit, it's actually a sign that you're in, you're going the right direction um, to get through that. So just remember that, you know? All right. Quote number three, you were not stressed because you were doing too much. You are stressed because you were doing too little of what makes you feel the most alive. Damn, I love this one too. It's such a good one. God damn. This, this, this heavily, heavily resonates with me because there are definitely times in my life where I felt really, really extremely stressed. And this was so true. And at, the, at that point in time when I was feeling stressed and overwhelmed, I was doing a lot and I wasn't making enough time for myself, but I actually thought it was because I was doing so much. But in retrospect, looking at this, I realized that during those times in my life, I wasn't doing something creatively. I wasn't doing something that set my soul on fire. I wasn't doing something that aligned with my purpose. And all of that hurt my spirit. It hurt my soul. And it brought my energy and my, my energy way down and my stress way up. Because I can think about times in, in high school and early on in college when I was doing shit left and right. But I was making time for myself creatively as well. And I was doing things I really enjoyed doing. And at production level, I was, being, I was a very high producer. I was doing well in school. I was doing well in sports. I was doing well creatively with my hobbies as well and hanging out with my friends socially. Everything felt great. But then times of, another time in my life later on in college when I was trying to work, trying to do well in sports, trying to do well in school, and I was only doing one thing okay-ish, and that was work. And my, the other aspects of my life were failing miserably. And I wasn't making time to go to the gym. I wasn't making time for myself creatively. I wasn't making time for me to, to grow on my journey on personal growth and self-development. And that I remember that stress that happened with my life. And don't get me wrong. I know people have gone through so much more than that. I'm not minimizing any of the experiences that people have had in the past and how hurtful um, they must have been or how traumatic they could have been. Not at all. I'm saying from my experience that 
when I was that stressed that I needed to make more time for myself to do what made me feel the most alive. Hell yes. Absolutely. And I think that especially as they get older, it can be very easy to get caught up in the nine to five working and then after work, go to the gym. And then after the gym, I don't have a lot of energy. So I'm just going to relax and do that Monday through Friday. And then maybe on the weekends, have a mental break. It's very easy for me to get in that rhythm. But at the same time, if I don't make time to do these podcasting or something with music or something creatively, then I can feel myself getting extremely stressed in other areas of my life, such as work. So I've learned, I've definitely learned to make time uh, for the things that make me feel the most alive. And that's part of why I do this podcast, to be honest with you. But if you're at a point in your life when you feel hella stressed, when you feel overwhelmed, I would highly encourage you. I would highly suggest, I would recommend you do something that makes you feel good, that sets your soul on fire, that when you're doing it, time doesn't exist, that you're there in the moment, just living your life and being content in that moment. I would highly recommend that. Dr. Hutch is going to prescribe you that as the remedy to your problem. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, please do something that makes you feel good, you know? Except if it's smoking crack or doing methamphetamine, I'm not going to prescribe that. Would not recommend those narcotics, all right? But doing something that's, that's creative or something that it's very soothing to you, you know? Soothing to you. All right. The last quote we hear. This is the last one. The lessons that you struggle with will repeat themselves until you learn from them. And hell, I don't know why life works like this, but this is so damn true. It's so true. There are a lot of times in my life where there's certain lessons I just didn't learn and they would appear at other places, whether it be through relationships, um, romantic interests, whether it be through sports or school. There's certain lessons that either if it was self-love, if a feeling of not being enough, the feeling of abandonment, you know, the feeling of being insecure, like those certain lessons that I needed to learn just kept coming up in different places until I, until I finally did learn from it. And the funny, and the second layer to this is even when you do learn from these lessons, even when you do pass the test per se, there's still going to be in your life just to, just to make sure it's a continuous test. They're still going to show up to say, Hey, did you, can you do it again? Can you repeat it? Did you really learn this? So I think that this is something that I learned very on, especially with a lot of my um, areas of opportunities that I wanted to work on, a lot of my mental issues that I had. I knew that if I didn't work to to solve them, to work through them myself, they would just show up later down the line. And that's because a lot of times when we're a child, our minds are highly moldable. We tend to internalize certain beliefs, especially before the age of five, that really shape how we outlook our lives, right? And there's a lot of factors that come into play. But there's certain beliefs that we might hold that might not be true at all, that are just projections 
or we might project those beliefs onto our reality. If we never get to the core of that belief, then we're doomed to repeat the same lesson that we need to learn. And like I said before, it tends to show up in relationships the most, but even friendships too, right? In other areas of life, even in work. So say, for an example of when I was a kid, I used to think that I was not good enough. That no matter what I did would never be good enough. And that manifested itself through trying extra hard through, through school, um, through sports, um, through just anything that I did. I would put my effort into it 100%, but I would still at the end of it not feel great. I might feel good if I accomplished something, but at the end of it, it just never felt great. I never felt enough. And that feeling especially happened when I was pursuing romantic relationships as well. That feeling would always come up, but I would always doubt myself. And it wasn't until like I did the work, went into the inner really sat on that belief and questioned it and learned to transmute it and heal that thought and say to myself, yo, my brother, my friend, you are good enough. I had to go to that inner kid and just look him in the eyes and said, yo, man, my man, you are good enough. You are enough. You are enough. And when I and when that when I did that, when that healing happened in me, my definitely my life changed for the better. I started becoming easier on myself. I started being able to do better work because I didn't have this this pressure on me. I felt more relaxed and more driven than ever before. Cause that that mindset switch was liberating. It was liberating. So the the certain lesson that I needed to learn, when I finally learned it, it changed my life for the better. But when I was resisting it and, and failing to learn from it, it was repeating itself over and over and over again. And damn, that was annoying. It was so damn annoying. But life has a funny way of doing that. And it comes up in different ways and in different forms. So if you have any lessons that you're struggling with, I suggest that you do the inner work and learn from it. But be patient with yourself. It might take a while. It might take some time. And that's okay. And everything should be solved in a day. Sometimes it takes months, hell, even years to get through. But the most important part is that you're doing the work in order to solve those issues and those problems and learn those lessons so they're not repeating over and over and over again. And even if they do repeat, that you know how to manage, you know how to cope from it. That even if they do repeat, you know how to manage, you know how to cope with it, you know how to come out on the other side. Right? Because remember, happiness is not the absence of problems. It's the ability to deal with them. And yes, that shit came full circle, baby. We love to see it. We love to see it. So, to wrap everything up one more time, the four keys or the four quotes that I loved from this TikTok was happiness is not the absence of problems, it's the ability to deal with them. Number two, feeling sad after making a decision doesn't mean it was the wrong decision. Number three, you were stressed not because you were doing too much. You were stressed because you were doing too little of what makes you feel the most alive. And number four, the lessons you struggle 
will repeat themselves until you learn from them. So I love all these. I love all these. Like I said, I'll link the TikTok in my notes and please check it out. But those are really great quotes to to think about and think how you can apply that in your life in whichever way you want to. All right, because at the end of the day, I'm just here speaking. At the end of the day, I'm just some some dude who's almost 30 speaking in my apartment room on a microphone, just doing what I love. But I hope that you can take something from this podcast, something from this content and apply it in your life and make it a little bit better. That would make me ecstatic. That would make me very, very happy. And that would warm my soul. So yeah. Well, with that, I think we're done here. I think we're done here. We can wrap everything up. So appreciate you all for listening. I appreciate all my loyal fans out there. Really means a lot to me. I hope you all have a great week with love and with light. TH is out. Thank you.